Hello, cadets, staff, and family members, and welcome back to the final episode of the Cadets Across Canada podcast for this year. I'm Sergeant Adim Elgazar, and I am here with Black Roper Wright. How are you today, Black Roper Wright? I'm doing great, and I'm excited to get our, our last episode before summer break. I'm super excited. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon, as always, and we're here to give you quite the episode. So... Uh, this is mainly one of the squadron base uh, as where we, we will be recapping everything that we have done this year. Like Ripple Wright, it has been quite the eventful year. Yes, it has done lots of fun things despite uh, being in person for the, the first chunk of it. It's been a very fun time. For sure. If these past couple of years have taught us one thing, it has taught us to uh, be adaptable in our environment and to not assume anything that's going to happen because every time we made an assumption of something this past couple of years, usually we were wrong. So this year has brought us a lot of more positive throughout the, throughout the pandemic. And we learned a lot. And now we're learning how to properly resume training in person with our new adaptable style. So like Oprah Wright, we spent all of last year virtual there was not one moment we went in person even our annual they couldn't stop by the year before is when we just went into online in march and then we had a couple months online and then they were still able to come by with our awards and everything in in june and stuff but last year was a tough year we can say it was very online focused and another thing is we lost a lot of cadets our level when we joined in level one we had I think it was almost 50 cadets and I wouldn't say the same about other levels, but I will say about our level, we had almost 50 and uh, throughout the pandemic and throughout level two as well. And pandemic mainly uh, now we're expecting only about 10 cadets in our level to return, if not less. So the past couple of years I've taught some people, you know, how to be resilient and how to really get through some struggles. Uh, I'm sure you can say the same. So we started off online play Corporal Wright. What, what did we go through? Do you remember? Yeah, so we, we went back in person sometime in, I believe it was October or November. We got, uh, we started going back. We had the, each each level got like uh, one Monday night online, I mean, in person, I think. And then every, all the other weeks, all the other levels were online. And then I believe... Uh, level threes, we did um, uh, a map and compass thing, and then it was right after that. Uh, um, it was a, that was on a Sunday, and then the Monday right after that, we were back online, and then I think it we stayed online until sometime around like March or April, I believe, and then yeah. we started going back, and it was nice to uh, finally see like the the whole squadron back together, and like actually be able being able to form up and some squadron drill so yeah i agree and that's another point we should highlight um you know our drill we're still improving and next year will be a lot of uh getting back into the things of drill but even in september we had our hopes up we were like online or sorry online maybe for a couple weeks we'll be back in it's lasted a little more than a couple weeks but we did go back in um I know our level, level four, we got to go in on the first night in-person training was allowed. And that was the only night 
in the, in that couple maybe month or so that we were allowed to go in person only a couple levels because the cap was about 50 and uh, it's more than that now but we can go in as a whole squadron but we only went in about once and then for the rest of that up until i believe it was march for like we right and uh that's when they allowed us back in as a whole squad and we were allowed to do stuff like other activities such as bowling ftx and stuff like that but we managed to do some other things online, a couple clubs and teams, podcast and effective speaking debate. And like Oprah Wright, we're part of both of those. You want to go over how those sort of ran? Yeah, it was it, it was nice to doing effective speaking, of course, because I missed out on it in level one. I I, I wasn't able to join it, and uh, so I never really got the got it in in person. And hopefully next year we'll maybe get to do that. But uh, it's one of those things where it's. It still it worked really well online. We still got to to, to hang out or do our speeches and debates, and uh, it, it's probably in some ways easier online with uh, debating when you can, you know, you have your computer open and you can just find some points. But it, it's fun, and then of course podcast. It's it's a great time to like hang out and like talk about the things that's going on in cadets and learn new things and. Because when we were doing this, we've learned we learned a lot of things about uh, the more niche uh, topics of the cadet program that we're not personally a part of. So that was really fun. For sure. I mean, effective speaking debate, I joined in level one, so I did get to experience a bit of in person. And it's been quite an experience. I'm going to I might go a little off topic. I might go a little past this year, but, you know, level one was quite the year when for the effective speaking debate and I uh, you know, uh, I was the youngest. I was the only level one on that uh, in part of that club. And uh, we had an in-squadron competition. I came fourth, guys. All right. Fourth out of four people. Okay. So that was that was quite the experience, but I was thrilled to stick with it. Next year, level two, out of maybe 12 people, I got first. And that's when my desires and my got, like, hungry. I got hungry to learn more about the team. I got hungry to up my speaking skills and then next year came the podcast and effective speaking and debate both of those together and i was really trying to improve my speaking and we're doing that together right now for like what we're right with effective speaking debate and this year was quite the year i had the opportunity to uh do effective speaking debate again and i got to this year i got to learn more on how to teach effective speaking and debate as our two lovely instructors are aging out, or I wouldn't say aging out, but they're moving out to school, obviously. So, um, you know, but we're right. We will enjoy this next year together. It'll be a learning process for me as long as everyone else. And, uh, you know, this year was a very highlight for the effective speaking debate team as well for myself and everyone else. But um, I got to represent our, not only our squadron, but our region at the, at the provincial competition for effective speaking. And uh, that was quite the experience. And that was all virtual as well. Even though our squadrons were back in person, it was definitely uh, quite a blessing to be able to do that and to experience it for the first time. And, you know, I hope people from our squadron can make it to that position again and be the one that will teach them. That would be definitely quite something. So uh, moving on from that, another thing we did virtual, if I could right, ground school for the glider and power processes. So if I could right, I know your sister, uh, warrant officer right now uh she's uh, she's been doing really well in that she uh managed to get accepted into the power pilot scholarship uh which is awesome 
and uh, ground school was definitely an experience. That was all online, and that was self-taught. That was uh, quite the thing to do to self-teach yourself everything, like from meteorology, theory of flight, all that. And it can get complicated. And there was stuff on there that was quite more extra complicated than what you'd normally do. So that was also a great learning process. But um, it's definitely you know, our interviews being online as well. That's a little more of a struggle for me, but, uh, interviews being online, but obviously it is what it is. We have to adapt. And I obviously, uh, I learned from it. So we'll see how that goes in terms of acceptance. I'm on standby right now, but it's all part of the learning process. And then we started to get back into the more in-person training besides our lessons and escape rooms that we conducted, uh, online. So flight corporal, right. We had a CAD day. I believe we spoke about this on a previous episode and we also spoke about the FTX, but ACAD day, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what happened on our ACAD. Well, it was, it was nice to not only uh, have our first like major in-person event, but also speak, we, that was the first time we got to actually interact with somewhat interact with like other squadrons in like two years. So that was, that was really nice, but it was, it was really fun being able to, go down to the base and check out all the airplanes. And uh, I believe they had a medical station there. They, they, we were able to actually go and like climb into some of the airplanes, which was fun. And they, they had a museum and all sorts of stuff like that. And it was, yeah, it was really nice being able to uh, experience that once more. Cause of course a lot of the, the level ones and level twos this year, of uh, this that, that was like their first time actually being able to experience that because they've, been online uh, ever since they joined. Yeah, for sure. And I don't even believe you got an ACAD day flight worker, right? No, I didn't. That was my first. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. And that was only my second one and it's my fourth year. So that just goes to show you how much of a delay we got pushed back because uh, of COVID. And then our first FTX came and that was definitely something I would say it was fun for everyone. And as a level four cadet who has only been through one FTX before this, and many of us have only been through one or two. Um, I would say it was definitely quite the um, quite the thing sprung upon us in level four. And the reason for that being things were expected, and obviously we delivered, but we learned that we went through some growing pains over this FTX. So we were told to serve uh, MREs to the full squadron. It was Saturday, obviously. This was our first day of the FTX. And we, I wouldn't say we did well. We did not do well. And it was definitely a funny, it's something we can laugh upon now, but it's definitely a lack of organization. It's a lack of experience being in those positions, right? So we definitely, uh, we went through our struggles with that. But then the next day came and we learned on who should be doing what jobs, who's more comfortable doing what, and the time to be or time not to be, but time to be able to serve all these meals to the squadron is 30 minutes and our level man should do it in 23 minutes on that Sunday. And that was something that as a level and as a team, we were very proud to do and we were really happy to do. And overall the FTX got allowed some of us to teach lessons, allowed some of us to go through the experiences of being in the outdoors and take, making sure all cadets are safe and things like that. So that was definitely uh, an experience. And then we have some of the days where we're not necessarily showing up in uniform and we're showing up uh, to have a good evening with the squadron. And that's bowling night. So if like we're right, I know you were there, I think. So I was. Yeah. 
it was it, that one was that one's really funny. It's nice to kind of do uh, one of the more kind of chill, relaxed um, activities where it's kind of more you're just there to have uh, fun, like a good time with your with your friends and peers. And uh, yeah, so there was lots lots of people there. I think we had about like what like around half the squadron was able to come, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the first evening we got where we weren't necessarily uh, to, like that was the first evening we got that we weren't uh, you know in cadets sort of we got to relax a bit, uh, spend time with each other. So that was definitely something we got to enjoy. And then obviously throughout the year, uh, we had three different competitions that were held: biathlon in the region, the range competition in the region, and the effective speaking debate competition in the region and the province, I believe. So, um, biathlon, Flickerberry, did you do the biathlon? I, I wanted to, but I, I thought it was, I've always heard of biathlon from the Olympics, you know, so I was, I was on the impression it was skiing and, you know, I'm not exactly a skier. So yeah. Oh, I, I also, I didn't realize it was running. So yeah. I also, uh, I didn't, I, I don't know. I think that was a busy weekend for me or something. I wanted to go and I didn't, I didn't really understand, but honestly, it's probably a good thing. I didn't really do it because, um, I'm not a very good range shooter guys. Uh, something you should know about me. Um, I don't know why. Well, I do know why I think my breathing is messed up or something when I go to shoot. Uh, it's just an instinct in me when I fire, I just take a breath of air or something. I don't know. Whatever happens, happens, I guess it's, and then the range competition. I also was not a part of that because for obvious reasons of me not being the best shooter, I, I don't think you were part of that as well. Like, right. No. Yeah. But I know they did their best, and uh, we have some really good talent in the squadron as well. And then we had the effective speaking debate competition, which, uh, you know, in the squadron, we all competed. And, uh, yeah, that was also quite fun. It was uh, myself and Sergeant Anderson from the Ape Geeks podcast. We got to go to the regional competition, which we didn't really get to go. We had to record a video, and that was posted on YouTube. So if you really want to look up Sergeant Elgazar, You'll, you'll find my videos on YouTube and you can see me speak there if you'd like. And those who maybe don't know what I look like, well, you'll know what I look like now. So, uh, yeah. And then obviously I had the blessing of representing our region at the, at the provincial competition, which, uh, I scored sixth in that. So that was obviously, uh, very fun and, uh, quite an experience. And then the big thing that wraps up the whole year, like Ripple Wright, annual let's go over that annual yes it was much more of a a, a smaller ceremony of course we, we weren't able to do any marching or anything or we weren't able to have any staff there sorry not staff parents there because uh it was in the armories and as much as we're in person it's still not that open so that was a bit unfortunate but still we got to have we still got to have an annual in person which was nice because um for anyone at level three or, or younger, that was uh, the first in-person one. That was exciting. We got to, we still got to do some drill. Um, and of course we, we got the awards in person and it's much, it's much more fun uh, when people get the awards in person, being able to like applaud people and recognize them for their uh, accomplishments. And I, I believe you got a uh, top effective speaker, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. Uh... 
that's the first year I get an award in person. The past couple of years, I've a, uh, and I know you as well, like over. I believe we've been winning awards the same years now, lined up by one top. No, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> they're all yeah, I think, they're I think you got. There, but... I think you got top level two or sorry, level three last year. Yeah, yeah, and you won top level two. And you won top level three this year, so congratulations for that. Thank you. Uh, I think the list of top um, cadets was uh, LAC St. Jean, Corporal Bowden, Black Corporal Wright, uh, level four is irrelevant. Uh, and uh, level five was, uh, I'm kidding, level four, uh, Black Corporal Wright can tell you that. And uh, level five was uh, Warren Officer Herb. <laughs> Yes, lots of lots of exciting awards. Uh, and no, I'm not saying level four is irrelevant, guys. Uh, it was I had the blessing to win that this year, but that was obviously that's fun. And fuck over right, I know you won level three, so it's different. It's a different feeling to march up to the front and get your award. It's I never had that opportunity before this year, and it was definitely something to look back upon as a good memory. And now. The last pro- the probably the last thing we'll be able to do as a squadron, which obviously it's not many people are going to go to because, uh, you know, we don't need a ton of people, but we do need a few. And I know Fleck will write, I believe you're on the list for this. The upcoming air show at CFB Borden, the first stop for the Snowbirds. Yes, very exciting. Uh, well, we finally get to, to see another air show. It's, I think the last one was 2019 when they had the Barry one. And... Uh, I, I don't know about you. I'm I'm sure you that I'm sure you feel the same. But I I love watching the air shows. It's really cool, and uh, being able to like volunteer there, I'm sure that would be fun. Yeah, for and, sure. yeah. So of course, if if anyone is interested in going, uh, it's next weekend, uh, both the Saturday and Sunday, I believe, uh, sometime afternoon. And yeah, uh, if you're a cadet, I believe if you if you wear your uniform, you can go free. Yeah, and then I think it's ten dollars. 20 i think it's 10 for kids 20 for adults yeah i'm not sure about the prices but you don't even have to go in your dress uniform you can go in your ftu and uh, enjoy the day you get it for free and uh 102 squadron i believe will be there on sunday so we'll have some sort of uh thing set up there i think and we'll get to enjoy the day as a squadron and everyone else there it's quite the experience watching those planes in formation and doing stunts and everything like that but Unfortunately, this is another year coming to an end for Corporal Wright. Um, I can't believe it's been four years being in the program already. And it's uh, it just feels like a big lag from COVID. And um, I can't believe I only have two years left to go. That's, but of course, there are, are definitely things to look forward to next year because, well, especially if you're level two or level one, um, there's things that we haven't done this year, I guess, like... Um, we normally have, of course, two FTXs normally. Then there's also lots more fun activities. Like normally, normally we have a uh, go to Snow Valley and do snow tubing, and we have like a, a sports day with the other squadrons in Barrie. So, as well as a uh, gliding day. So lots of lots of fun stuff that will hopefully be uh, back next year when we're resuming uh, fully in person training. Yeah, that's right. In Flickr Bright, you'll get to enjoy the further leadership opportunities you'll gain in level four and us level four is going into level five. Um, I'm sure we'll all be ready to go, ready to work and ready to give our 
our squadron the best time. So uh, like what we're right, uh, I guess the last time this year, thank you as always for joining me. And uh, we really enjoyed giving you guys a good podcast this year. And hopefully we'll be back next year. Yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to returning after summer break. I'm sure there'll be lots of uh, fun stories to tell after our summer training. For sure. Uh, and Fly Corporal Wright, you're going to Advanced Aviation in Connaught, I believe. So we'll be looking forward to hear lots of stories about that. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, as always, guys, for listening. And uh, be sure to check out the Ape Geeks podcast as well. They post great content. And we'll see you on the next one in hopefully September. Thanks for listening.